Hey everyone, thank you so much for tuning in to Cargo Margo. This is the place where I talk about all things supply chain, sales, and entrepreneurship. It's a place where I interview industry experts from around the world, and we dive deep into their experiences as industry leaders. So I'm really excited to introduce my special guest today, Lita. She is a lady trucker and a coach. And she helps shippers not to lose any sleep over things that could be going on in our complex supply chain. Let's give a warm welcome to Lita. Hi, Lita. Hi. It is so great to um, to be on your show. I am very excited. Thank you for the invite. Oh, thank you so much for carving out time to be here. I appreciate it. And I'm really excited to share your journey and your expertise with our audience. Where are you streaming in from today? Uh, well, I'm based out of South Carolina, Greenville, South Carolina. Um, it is where BMW uh, manufacturing is uh, and Michelin. So there are a lot of European companies because uh, South Carolina is a good place as far as taxis go. So a lot of European companies open their uh, branch and uh, actually it became uh, not branch. It became main uh, main manufacturing for uh, BMW because they even export uh, BMWs out of South Carolina to Europe. So, yeah. That is super exciting. And how did you get into this industry? Uh, well, when I moved uh, to USA 2015, in the end of 2015, of course, I was new and um, it was hard to find a job. And um, my husband, he was a truck driver. And, um, you know, one day I was just very bored because I was alone. I didn't have any kids. I didn't know anyone. So I went to Florida DMV office. Back then we used to live in Florida. So I got this manual uh, to take the test. And uh, I read this manual two, in two days and I passed this uh, test uh, in the third day. And then I told my husband, hey, I already have a permit so I can come and <laughs> learn uh, how to drive. And then he taught me how to drive and um, I took the exam and I passed it. So I got my CDL and it was my first job in USA. That is such an amazing story, Lita. And what, what was it like? So did you drive on your own or were you partnering with the hubby? Yeah, well, we were uh, we were um, doing team team driving. We were driving Reefer for Hurchback, which wow. is a big company based out of Dubuque, Iowa, and we were moving meat most of the time. We were moving meat for Tyson, for different big companies. What was it like working so closely with your husband? I mean, because that's got to be very exciting and it's great to spend that extra time with your significant other, but then you're also on the road and I've experienced a little bit of stress, you know, just being in the passenger seat, right, of a tractor and traffic and different things going on. And so it can be complex. How did you work through that? And what are some good things that you experienced? Well, we are getting divorced now. It was like seven years ago. Oh, no. but, um, <laughs> but back then it was good. You know, I traveled all around the United States. So. <laughs> okay. So for everybody, do not know. Honestly, because I mean, that it's, it is, it's over. Like I can't, I would, yeah, I could see that. 
Yes, I actually it was really fun, you know, and I don't want to focus on negative things, but uh, it was great because I I just moved to USA and I I got to see all around America. So even um, some people, you know, living all their life in America, they didn't see as much as I saw in this one year. And of course, being a lady, you know, we have our like stuff. Uh, it is hard to keep up because um, I was this, you know, fancy European girl. And now I am in the truck. I had even um, wardrobe in my truck for special occasions. You know, I was not a regular truck driver. <laughs> I had a lot of dresses and the uh, old truck was full of dresses and I had my little kitchen. So I was trying to make it fun, you know, and it was really great experience because uh, one day I was in Chicago, then I would wake up in Miami next day. And after a couple of days, I am back again to some another state. So it was really cool. I that really is, enjoyed it. That is so exciting. And I love that you were really yourself in it, that you didn't have to feel like you had to put on this, you know, industry standard uniform. You could really be comfortable in your own attire and own that. And that, that really says a lot about you. And the next thing I think about is culture, right? Because we create this culture. So Lita, what to you is great culture and, and how is that created? Well, do you mean the, in the tracking industry or in general, like if you're thinking of culture and a company culture, how do you cultivate, um, an inclusive, flexible, open, and fun culture within a company. Yeah. Well, uh, working with Hertzbach, uh, to be honest with you, I, I only saw good good things. You know, they have uh, t- different locations uh, for truck drivers, one in Dubuque, Iowa, one in Atlanta, Georgia. That's this, this is two places that I have been. They have gyms, they have kitchens, they have laundry, and um, they always uh, have lots, you know, because they have big contracts. So they had big contract with these big uh, meat companies. Um, yeah, but um, of course, being a truck driver is not always, you know, <laughs> easy uh, culture. As far as the company, it was great, but uh, there are a lot of challenges when you go to shippers, you don't have restroom, or even in truck stop, you know, um, sometimes you have to wait to take a shower and you have to wait to... Uh, wash your clothes and yeah and the food was not the best of course <laughs> but I had my as I said some I was creating my own little culture you know to make it as comfortable as possible and that's so important because as we're evolving and as more goods are moving through the U.S. and internationally how are we creating a space that's comfortable for the people that are hauling all of our goods, everything that we're wearing, everything inside of our office. And so, you know, culture doesn't happen from nine to five and it happens outside of that scope. And so, like you mentioned, even uh, toiletries, basic necessities that uh, we're so used to having if we work in an office versus outside. I can definitely see that. So I know that your husband helped you a lot. Is there anyone else that has helped you uh, industry-wise to really become the professional that you are today? Uh, to be quite honest with you, I uh, consider myself self-learned. Of course, I had a couple of trainings and I am very grateful and I had my mentor. Uh, she was great, but um, I would say that 95% uh, I am self-learner. 
because I learned um, even tracking, you know, I would say that I learned everything from YouTube, from uh, this manual. And uh, then I started to do dispatching. Uh, I didn't take any courses for dispatching. I just started to do it and uh, learn along the way. We opened our tracking company. So I was like fleet manager. I was uh, doing everything, accounting, dispatching, safety and compliance. So I, I pretty much did everything and I learned everything. I opened the company and, um, you know, all these permits, uh, IFTA, so everything that is, you know, that comes with tracking and logistics, I, I learned on my own. Freight brokering, that's when I took courses mm-hmm. because I felt that, you know, I need some guidance. So that's when I started to look into the courses to get help. Now, in some of those courses, are, would you recommend them to others in the industry? Uh, well, uh, I always uh, bring this example. I am a nursing school failure. And uh, when I failed my clinical in, in my first semester, I passed all the exams, but the clinical I didn't pass. And um, I, it left me around 7,000 student loan. And um, I always uh, advise everyone that uh, it is better to invest the course even if it is $1,000 or $2,000 and to invest $50,000, $100,000 on the you know, college program and uh, not to succeed it or not to like it and pay this for 30 years. You know? So, of course, uh, of course, some people, they complain about some courses, but I think every course is great. You can learn uh, uh, something and you, if you implement, there is no bad course. That's how I think. Yeah, because pe- people putting their knowledge, you know, and if you learn uh, the knowledge and y- if you implement, there is no bad course for me. Uh, for me, it is better to invest this money to courses and mentorship and coaching than to go to college and and fail or even not fail. Because when I was in nursing school, all p- it is it was accelerated nursing de- degree and all people that they were there, it was their second and third degree. What does it mean that they didn't like what they were doing before and now they were hoping that they will like nursing, but I'm not sure if everyone liked this. So they were just getting more student loans, more student loans, and they were not getting anywhere. So definitely I would recommend courses. You're right. And if you take a course and there's nothing that you can really extract in a positive way, you could learn what not to do, right? So I agree, Yes, Lita. I think there's always... Opportunity to learn, and it sounds and it seems as though you have a very open mind, which is really important. Um, you know, mm-hmm. when we're on our journey, where do you see yourself in the next five years? Oh, that is a good question. <laughs> I see myself, um, you know, uh, growing my social media, different social media accounts, and uh, in some type of, you know, leadership role. Maybe it, it will be my company, um, my brokerage, or it might be different brokerage. Uh, yeah, I, I see myself, you know, in a better position. I mean, I'm happy where I am now because I have come a long way, but uh, I know that I can achieve more. I agree. And I'm going to be excited to follow you on that journey. So thank you. What motivates you to get up in the morning? What is your why? 
Yeah, this is a good question. Some days my kids motivate me, but some days if I don't want to wake up, my carriers call me like 5 a.m., 6 a.m., sometimes 7 a.m. And they uh, they say, Lita, it is time to work. So I don't have any other choice to, uh, you know, some days I wanted to give up. But of course, when driver calls you and you need to book a lot, you cannot give up, right? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, I would say my kids and my carriers, they, they keep me motivated. Kids and yeah. carriers. I love that answer. No, that's great. So I have two more questions. Um, what is a spicy opinion that you have that isn't popular? About the logistics? It could be about anything. Uh, about anything. Well, one was a course, I think, that because a lot of people say, oh, this is a guru, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I, I feel that, you know, this is unpopular opinion that the courses are really great. Second one, uh, college, uh, as I mentioned again, that, um, you know, you don't have to go to college. You don't have to spend all this student loan, um, you know, pay all this student loan to get uh, great results. Um, uh, what else? I uh, another unpopular opinion I would say that um, maybe about the women that women I think women are more stronger than men in everything even though we want to be uh, you know weak uh, we want to be protected but um, I um, I know that we are more stronger and God gave us you know a lot of opportunities and a lot of stuff that we can do that men cannot do it. So that's a great answer, Lita. I like that. And so to kind of conclude, I'm going to ask you a little bit more of a fun question. What okay. if if you had to pick, what would be your spirit animal? Oh boy, <laughs> it is it is really difficult to say, but. Uh... Period animal. Well, I guess lion or tiger. Ooh. Maybe, yeah. I, I like, I like these two animals. Nice. Definitely not cat. Yeah, I am not a cat person. <laughs> I know this is also not a popular opinion because in America everyone likes cats and dogs, but yeah, I am not a cat person. You know what? And, and that's okay. That's reasonable. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's okay. No, that's funny. Um, and so, and, and one more question. So if you could sit down and have coffee or tea with anyone living or someone that's passed away, who would mm -hmm. that be? Well, I have two people. One is my recruiter. He's, uh, his name is Greg Abraham and uh, he changed my life, but unfortunately he passed away. So I couldn't meet him in real life. And another one, he's, um, I'm from Armenia. Another guy is, he's a Armenian businessman. He's uh, mentioned in, you know, richest person in Forbes. So I would like, he's still alive. So I would like to meet him. His name is Ruben Vartanian. That's exciting. And I don't know if you know this fact, but I am Armenian too. Wow, really? No, I, I didn't am. Know <laughs> and people say that all the time because I have, well, I dye my hair blonde, but I have blue eyes. And so it's interesting <laughs> when I tell people, yeah, my mom's Armenian. Her, my grandfather was from Armenia. 
and came yeah. to this country. Because when I read your uh, name, Cargo Margo, I said that, you know, because we, we call like that, right? Sometimes we change the name. So yes. I, I thought maybe you, you are from, you know, different country, but I didn't know that you are from Armenia. That's good. That is so cool. Yeah. So my grandfather came here from Armenia and he actually drove a truck. Wow, nice. So your last name is Y-A-N? No, so my last name is Waldi. That's my husband's last name. But my Ah, my, yes, but my mother's maiden name is Janigan, I-A-N. Yes, I-A-N. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that is so cool. Wow. (laughs) Do you know Ruben Vartanian? Um, No, I don't. And so that's, I'm interested. I'm interested. Yes. I will send his profile. You can check him out. Thank you. I appreciate it. And so I really, you know, appreciate this time and it was really great getting to know you. Uh, before we wrap up, where can our audience find you? Do you like to utilize LinkedIn? Is it easy to kind of go to your profile? I checked it out. I thought it was amazing, but how do you like to connect with others? Uh, yeah, I think uh, I still working on my other social medias, but I think LinkedIn is uh, most the place that I, uh, you know, spend most of my time. So I guess LinkedIn would be the best place as of right now. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much. And thank you everybody for tuning in. I greatly appreciate it. And if you want to know what's happening next week, go and check out my profile. I'll see you all later.